Well, well, welcome to the table. This is season two, episode two. Big Trouble in Little Wheatfield. Last time on Welcome to the Table. Hello, my name is Pal. I am a perpetual archiving log. I have been aware for 23 days and have learned much about Little. Just this morning, my companion Fiverr Lovetail was explaining to me the importance of trade and logistics when we were happened upon by a lonely traveling tabaxi monk. Meanwhile, my records show a one, Granges Kobaldick, was being released from his imprisonment, having served his time for accosting the local inquisitor. He had heard many tales of the moonlit warriors and sought to bask in some of their glory. Their introduction was a brief one before the escaped pigs made their presence known, and Jan, duty-bound, made way to return them. Upon reaching the farm, Krangis was acquainted with yet another hero. Starstruck, he poured his heart out in Fiverr's favor. It is then that Jan was made aware of impending doom as a fire-laden wagon came barreling down the street. A peculiar code was made aware to me at that moment as I flung into action, attempting to halt the runaway vessel. Krangis makes a suggestion that the horses stop to no avail, while Fiverr seems to be upset with a tree. The tabaxi boarded the horses and took the violent path to stop them, resulting in a fire in the wheat field. Everyone is standing on the road or in the field as they see this fire wagon flying into the field, and I want one of y'all to decide who wants to roll for luck. Anyone? I'm trying to think who who would it be best. Probably Fiverr. Fiverr, definitely. Yeah, it's his it's his uh <laughs> it's his enterprise that's being threatened. Yeah, just roll a D twenty. Rolled lucky number seven. Hey! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> As the wagon hits the ground and everyone stands in silence for one brief second, Fiverr looks at the wagon to see that the alcohol that was in the wagon explodes, spreading more flames around in uh, uh, you know, a circle around it and everything. All right, now it's going to be fire in the field. Everyone roll for initiative. Get my real dice finally. Hey. <laughs> Oh, right. I rolled a Who eight, got a it? negative one to initiative. 20 or more. Uh, anyone got 20 or more? About Five 10 to 15. 12. 14. Oh, by the way, I can't see you guys. Just letting y'all know. Because oh, yeah. I had to turn off all the oh, things. Yeah, I got a okay. six. <laughs> all right. And then, all right. <laughs> all right. Team. All right, here's how it goes. Every turn, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll to see if the wind blows after every round. I'm going to see how far the fire spreads. Based on what you do, you'll roll either a d4 or d6, depending on how well I believe it will help prevent the fire from uh, from spreading. Uh, you get to zero, then the fire goes out. You get to 40, y'all lose control and it burns out. Since the alcohol blew up due to the fire that was already on the wagon, spreading it, I rolled a couple extra dice, and uh, we have a total of only eight to start. We have eight uh, squares, you know, eight areas on fire right now. Okay. So, um, Fiverr, you go first. Mm. 
fiber is completely unequipped to handle a burning field. Think about what you would do yeah, in that situation. Yeah. I mean, if you've been in that situation. Uh -huh. it was yeah, <laughs> uh -huh. So fiber, uh, okay, well, let me, uh, let me wing it a little bit. Fiber's been building stuff, right? You agree with that? Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe a little bit of smithing. Maybe 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 he's, maybe he's got a little uh, shop set up. You know, we said so. Yeah, it's in the other side of the field. Yeah. Yeah, maybe there's a little bucket of water or something. <laughs> oh well, okay. Uh, yeah, look around. Uh, you'll see yeah. that there's uh, the Flynn's warehouse. He's got a trough for the pigs, full of water. He's got a well uh, on the other side of the field. I mean, of the farm. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of close by. He he ended the last session handing Jan a bucket and saying. Not this again. Here. And he hands Yon a bucket. And that's how it ended last session. Oh, so right now Yon's holding a bu bucket. There, it doesn't have water in it, though. And there is water, though, on the farm. In the trough, okay. there's a couple of bucketfuls. And there's a well on the other side of the field. How far is the trough? It's one turn away. One turn away. Thank okay. you. Yeah, one, one uh, turn to get there to fill up, and the other one to get back and pour it. Okay. Uh, well, we haven't taken care of some housekeeping stuff, so let me ask this. Last time, remember I had a pocket in my jacket that was the bag of holding? Remember that? Mm -hmm. Can we say yep. that that st still stands? I never said that changed oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so if uh, if my jacket pocket is still a bag of holding, then I'll take my jacket off and I'll run to the trough and try to fill that up with water. Okay. Well, since it's a bag of holding, I assume it will absorb all of it. But it is a pocket, so it will take a minute. So I'll say you I can think go it's like a fill. I think it's like a three by three cube. I think that it will hold. Oh, of water? No. Mm. Okay. Well, of stuff. It's like oh, that's okay. the dimen dimensional stuff. space. I think it's a three by three cube. Just off mm -hmm. the top of my head, I think that's what they are. Okay. Well, I would say that's about five bucketfuls in that thing. Uh, but, you know, it's going to take a minute for it to, like, go in there. You know, like a tub draining kind of thing. Like, you had to put it in there, and it's got to fill up. So I'd say it'll take about, uh, I'd say you get about two bucketfuls per turn. So how much do you want to, you want to stay there and fill it up or just put a little bit in it and go throw it out? Or what's... No, no, I'll take one, I'll take one turn. So if I can get there in a turn and... and mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you the stay turn, there the whole turn, you now have two bucketfuls of water in your... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll do. All right, Krangis, you're next. Yawn, you're on deck. Get ready. Okay, Krangis. Krangis is going to pull out his flute, and he's going to run up to the edge of the fire. So is it like one, is it one, is the fire burning in like one centralized area? Like what, what would I be looking at exactly? Okay, so as it flew over the horses after they got knocked out, they landed about five foot into the field. When it blew up, blew up in about a circle around it. So there's an area around it, and it's going to spread out. But the wind's also blowing from the west, uh, from the west to the east, so it will blow it further in to the uh, field. Okay, I'm going to pull right now, out. It's just in a circle. I'm going to pull out my flute, and um, he's going to play boo boo, and I'm going to cast prestidigitation, and I'm going to. It says I can snuff out. Uh, a small campfire. So I'm just going to try to snuff out the section that I can, uh, the, the small portion that, or the largest portion that I can possibly with the spell. Okay. Um, all right. Well then roll a, well, it's just, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that you can roll a D four 
with a disadvantage. A D4 with a disadvantage. Yeah, because, I mean, that'd be about the size of, like, one spot. Okay. Uh, so just, but I'll give you just so make sure I understand everything. So there's eight squares on fire. Forty's the max. Yeah. That will mean that we've lost. Zero, mm -hmm. and we've won. He's going to attempt to try and put out up to four right now. But yeah. at least you're going you're gonna to get one square of the mm -hmm. eight. And in each turn, yeah. you're going to roll to increase that? Yeah, each like turn, I'm gonna, after turn. each turn, I'm going to see if the wind blows. I like that. And every round, I'm going to roll uh, for just how far it's spread. Okay, here we go. 1d4. 1. So there Can't it is. Roll All right. worse than that. You got one down, so we got seven. <laughs> All right, and now, Jan, your turn. Okay, so I'm holding a bucket, and I'm... Oh, would you say I'm closer to Flim's warehouse? Yes. Oh, yeah, you already got the bucket. You're right, right outside, yeah, on the road. Okay, so I'm going to fill the bucket, and I'm actually uh, going to invoke... Um, uh, it's not really an action, but I'm going to invoke uh, the will of Lathander and put a dab of uh, holy water in with the bucket. And go to see if Lathander will bless the bucket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're going to fill the bucket and run out there and throw it on there? Because you can yes. do that in one action. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, so roll for... I, I wanted to bless the bucket with Lathander. With okay, roll for blessing. religion. Okay. Let's see. Twelve. Okay, good. So describe you doing it. So, uh, I, um, Flim hands me the bucket. I, um, dump it in the trough and, and fill it up. I take out my flask of holy water. I whisper a quick, uh, uh, Lathander, bless my hand and pour a dab in there, and then run and chuck it on the fire. All right. So, as you're pouring it out, you roll a D6, or D4, uh, to see if it, how much it puts out. Three. All right. Uh, so if the, the wind did blow between you and uh, Cranger's turn, which I rolled for, and it bumped it back up to eight. You just rolled a three, so now it's down to five, but... As you pour out the last drop and set the, and hold the bucket beside you, you look down and realize that it's full again. Okay. And now it's Pal's turn. Blaze, you're on deck. Okay. Um, can I? I wonder. So I wonder if I would know. I wouldn't know. I'm gonna run. My, what I wanted to do was run up and try to like stomp out the fire. Or like dig. Well, I thought about even digging. Yeah. Um, trying to maybe maybe okay. Powell noticed that everyone's been attacking the closest point, and I'm going to run to the furthest point, and to start to dig like a back ditch or whatever you know to keep the fire from spreading. But I'm going to throw. I'm going to dig in a way that throws the dirt back onto the fire. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'd say um, you can roll a d4 to see how many you put out, and I will roll for disadvantage at the end of the round to see how far it spread. But I'm just rolling a straight roll, right? Yeah, 1d4. 
four. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. As uh, you run over there and you see Jan uh, pouring water on it and stuff, the wind picks up again and blows the fire further in. You back up to seven. But as you, you get to the other side, you dig in that trench around the fire to try to cut it off. And yeah, you four off. All right. So now we're down to three. And now it's Blaze's turn. I'll look at Fiverr and say, the heat is rising. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> Already took off all my clothes, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's on. Uh. Uh, Blaze, um, I'm going to use my feline agility. So I can double my speed until the end of the turn. And I'm going to rush forward with my quarterstaff um, to the kind of unburnt part right before the fire and slash it down. Oh, so cut the, cut the wheat before the fire? So as does it burn? All right. Roll, uh, well, I will say that that won't put down in fire, but it will put another disadvantage on the spread roll. Because you just said you cut the wheat in front of it, right? Yes. So it would... Okay. Invest All right, you do that. Ooh, I'm good thing it's a disadvantage, because that was a... Tw oh, wait, no. Sorry, where's a 10? Oh, wow. Okay. It gave one double disadvantage. Got a natural one. So now it's only a four, and we're back at the top. But we got to roll to see if the wind blows. Does not. And now it is Fiverr's turn. You go you turn around to see that they've cut it off pretty good, and there's just a little bit of fire left, but it's going towards your ship. What do you do? Yeah, I'm going to run over there and empty out my jacket pocket onto the fire closest to my ship. All right. You roll two d4s. A two and a two. Oh, okay. As you're pouring it, okay, you, you barely get it out. How would you, do, how would you do it? How would you like to do this? Heck yeah, so the fire's out. Yeah, but you had just enough, like that last Ooh. drop kind of thing, you know? Nice. Uh-huh. Sweet. Yeah, so I run up and I dump my jacket and I'm like, you know, frantically on the fire, just sloshing it all around, man. Not too much more technique than that, right? Just sloshing it around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I don't right. know how technical you could be with a jacket pocket full of water. <laughs> just like, <laughs> shake that last drop out. It's out. like it's like having boxed wine, but you 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 lost the box. You just had the bag and <laughs> washing it. Fiber's like, I know what I gotta make. I know what I, was I gotta the last. Pal's gonna be like, I think we should out outrig me with something. As the last drop puts out that fire, you hear a. Uh... See that. Uh... Yeah, you hear a. Uh... And besides you, 
a big flaming ball appears, lighting nine, uh, nine more squares on fire. <laughs> in you, and, and in front of you stands the Inquisitor, having just teleported in. Oh, snap! And he's like, I heard you. How does it do it? He's like, I heard there was a fire. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he looks around and sees it. But you can tell uh, he's holding a staff in his hand and he says, oh, I got this. He, wa he waves it and uh, water comes out of it and sprays the fire around it and says, Sorry, but I, I didn't mean to spawn here. And uh, he looks at everyone and says, Fiverr? John? Man, I can't do it. Say the voice so I can hear it again. <laughs> he has a lisp. You have he to has do a the lisp. lisp. Fiverr. <laughs> Fiverr. I didn't mean to spawn here. Oh, oops, I didn't mean to spawn here. Yon, come here. I want to show you something. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, Inquisitor. I'm tired of this. Oh. I'm tired of this happening all the time, and you seem to always be here. Here, thanks for all the work you've done. And he hands you this staff, and it is a staff of water. Uh, where'd it go? Of staff of flowing water. It, it requires oh, nice. attunement, uh, but it's an ornate blue staff. The head is a large blue sapphire with a blue and gold setting in the shape of a cresting wave. While attuned to the staff, you can cast create or destroy water without needing the required spell components. And you can use the staff as if it were a decanter of endless water. And you can use it up to three times per day. Nice. So right there. Staff of water? Is it uh, in the inventory list? Like uh, uh, on D You D can D Google Beyond? it, I think. It's a little tweaked, though. So if you just want to... Hey, when I edit... Can... When I edit, do you mind if I just say, yeah, the all word, say yeah. what you said, but... No, please, oh. please leave in it because in the real I, voice, I like Zach's version a lot better because oh. he's so much more extra. I didn't mean to spawn here. <laughs> <laughs> it's that what? list he can't, he can't not do. What says? <laughs> I was trying to spawn over there. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I can put my staff. <laughs> okay. Oh, so that was funny. It's staff of water, endless water, three times a day. It's, it's yeah, endless water. Uh, so like like to drink, you can drink uh, like a decanter of endless water. You can look that up too. But it's a decanter of endless water, or it can act as the spell create or destroy water and you can do those spells three times per day a mixture of the three of those i mean you you may be able to find it and add it to your inventory i started searching for staff of water i didn't really see anything i'm just jotting it down so i don't forget yeah, real yeah. quick good deal hey mm -hmm. i'm gonna walk over to blaze can i do that yeah if there's time yeah so blaze will or no uh pal will begin to just you know walk over to blaze and when he gets to blaze i'm going to attempt to grab him by the back of his neck okay roll uh dexterity uh against blaze well i was just wondering what he what will he do if i try to grab him by the and it's a very you can't read my intent 
Um, I'm going to hiss at you. But you're going to let me grab you, right? Well, I rolled a 12. Uh, Dexterity is minus one, though, so 11. Uh, 16. Is what? Your, your dexterity? So I'm not going to be able to yes. grab you? No. I'm waiting on the DM. He's doing something. Well, as y'all are playing around, uh, <laughs> the Inquisitor is going to look at y'all. And, uh, who, ha- who has a passive perception of like 15 or higher? Maybe me. Let's see. A passive perception? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you have your sheet up, it's on the left below saving throws mm-hmm. to the left of your skills. Not oh. I. How about passive investigation? No. I guess, yeah, but only if that's only if you're like you're actually investigating something. This is just something you just see because That's you're just aware more than others. I have 30. But anyways, I'm not uh, okay. when I try to grab Blaze, what you I didn't I didn't grab you. So what'd you do? Run away or did you just dodge me? Because I'm gonna try and grab you again. I'm gonna pull my claws out and just gonna get ready. Just hissing at yeah. you. So I'm gonna try and grab him again. I really want to grab him. Dang, 10. 14. Just, 14. just jump on my face or something. <laughs> I'm going to jump on his back and just sink my claws into his head now. Okay. Um, when he does that, I'm, I have resistance to piercing damage, but you can cause me some damage. But when you do, I'm, I grab, I'm going to put my hands on you like this, and I'm going to do lay on hands. How much health do you need? Are you at three right now? It, uh, okay, so cl- claws are slashing. Slashing damage? Yeah, but yeah, he's have, made of metal. I have, I have resistance to that as well, so I'll take half oh, damage. Okay, okay, you're good. So, yes. roll for damage? Yeah, roll for damage. You damaged me, but as I try to heal you, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I tried to grab you. That's on me. You don't know me yet. Eight. <laughs> you don't know him yet. <laughs> So he did eight damage to me, and I healed him three health. That puts you yeah, back at full. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I took four damage total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I heal. I was. I heal him. I guess you have three health, so you need three more to get to yeah. six. Okay. So there you go. You're full health. Did you get off. Well, if you're done playing with each other, <laughs> I have some pressing matters. <laughs> But I would like to, I'd like to hire you for, it appears that the town's water supply is been tainted. And that, along with the bandits coming from the west, doing this sort of crap, we're having trouble with keeping the populations hydrated. So I'd like you guys to look into it. Either open up the trades to the west, or fix this water issues. Ah, yes. I was youth. I would not drink the well water. Ah, yes, Inquisitor. We shall help you, my friend. Um, but what is the? Why should we? What are you going? We going to get paid? What's the value here? Why should we take the time? Out of our day, clearly putting out fires all day with the problems in this town. What value the, uh, is the, it? The cranch. You didn't see. Where's your heart? 
he didn't see you because you were like behind him so he turns around and instinctively grabs his balls and like covers him up and is like oh, oh see you again uh, you should be lucky that you're not still in jail but I thought y'all were helping out the town so I thought maybe you'd like to assist further hmm. Inquisitor I've already uh pledge myself to help the um, innkeeper deal with the uh, trade to the west of town. Yes. Yes, that is excellent. I, I very much appreciate it, John. But remember, that would only be like a short time fix. We also need to fix this water issue. Mm. But any help it would be muchly appreciated. Low-key DM wants us to go fix the water, not the, not the bandits. Well, no, just, uh, it's just in general, you know. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, Alcohol can only sustain a, a, a population for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Running out of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I for one would uh, be willing to take on both tasks, uh, but... Uh, the town needs water if it is to survive, so yes, let's see what yes. we can do about that. Mr. Winchester seemed to have kept more secrets than I accounted for, so I don't know where exactly we get our water supply other than the well, but you need to find a way to get down to the bottom where the water springs up from. Maybe ask around town to see if anyone knows of a way to get down there. So Fiverr kind of steps in, like, I guess he'd been off putting his jacket and stuff back on. He kind of walks up. Whoa, whoa! Did I hear someone say something about getting hired? And he reaches into that pocket and he pulls out, like, a soaking wet flyer. Have you seen my flyers? Oh man. Uh roll for persuasion. Oh wow. Seventeen? Oh, okay. Uh, well, as you, I was going to say like the paper disintegrated or something, but yeah, man, yeah, you hand him that paper and he's holding it. He feels a little disgusted by this wet thing that's in his hand, but he can read it clearly. Then he goes, ah, mm -hmm. uh, yes, I, I almost forgot about you. You're out there in the middle of the wheat field. We don't really go over there. Uh, can't really see you from town, but yes, uh, I would like to hire you. If y'all can figure out this watch issues, a hundred gold pieces would be in it for you. Yeah, no problem. You leave that to me. Me and Pow here, we got you. I'm I'm taking the cat off of me now, if it is gonna let me, and set him down, blaze down. Yep, and blaze. I, at that time, I had walked over, and I stand. I'm just standing behind Fiverr. Fiverr, you can see that he's pretty bent out of shape, literally, and uh, you know you might be able to tinker on him and stuff and help him feel better. Or help him heal him or something if you could, you know, work on him for a little bit. I'll uh, sneak over to him and I like, I got I give him a little elbow nudge. Two customers in one day. 
Crane just says, well, if Jan's in, I'm in too. And for 100 gold pieces, of course. And then uh, I'm going to say, thank you, Inquisitor. And I'm going to pretend like I'm going to nut shot you, but I'm not actually going to do it. I'm just going to fake like I'm going to do it. Uh, roll for intimidation. Just don't get over 15. <laughs> 17 plus <laughs> 5. <laughs> he's holding himself, and you come up to him, and you do that fake thing, and he, oh, and he grabs him, and he's, oh, because he just punched himself. <laughs> it's like, and you see him, like, make a movement gesture with his hands, and a flame erupts, and he flies, but he disappears. And, um, you got, let's see. Ivor, the field is on fire again. <laughs> Four squares on the field have erupted. Crane just goes, Shazam! Well, Y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got six seconds. You know <clears throat> Jan! <laughs> oh, it takes like an hour to attune to that thing, though, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He in tune to that thing. Yeah. Shit. I'll, I'll, run, I'll, run, I, I'll run back to the trough. <laughs> I'm still holding a bucket full of water. Oh, yeah, yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, roll D4. Uh, All right. A four. Yeah! There you go. That's yeah. a nap. That's a nap four, baby. Nap four, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Crit. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? You can see. Uh, and the map, I mean, several of you are locals, so y'all know that there's the Drunken Goat, there's the Smithy, there's Flim's Warehouse, war, uh, Warehouse, <laughs> Gary's Wood and Things, and Ivy's Herbs, don't forget the Sanctus Locus. I mean, everything on this map is there for a purpose now. So just know you can go talk to any of the more popular people in town. Fiverr, or my head random hurts. people on the street. <laughs> You can see there's a lot of people in town uh, walking about, kind of putting out their own fires in town. Thankfully, it's a lot more greener in town, so the fire doesn't spread as fast. Everybody seems to be doing a pretty good job, but you can see that some people are looking very sick. They're vomiting every now and then. Uh, but... He mentioned bandits, yeah. right? Didn't he mention bandits? There are bandits west of town. They're like, uh, what are they called? Highwaymen or whatever? The yeah. bad version, the people who are like stopping people and doing trade. So Don't forget, also, pop. that's not on this map is the Church Lathander. So that is a location as well. Would mm -hmm. Fiverr know about the bandits yet being a month in to this yeah, place? Yeah, Inquisitor just mentioned you guys that right. y'all yeah. can either stop the bandits coming from the west or figure out what's poisoning the water supply in town. Gotcha. All right. All right, pal. Do you hear him? He said bandits. We gotta get you suited up to fight some bandits, just in case. Will I be getting an upgrade? Well, we need to get you something. You know, take a hammer with you, or a sword, or what? What do you feel like whacking somebody with? He looks down at his hands. Mm. He says... These hands have never done any harm to anyone. Well, that may work out, gentlemen. Maybe we should just go straight to the smithies and ask them questions while we get mm. pal a weapon. Well, uh, you see, Cranjus, in the business, we're what you call uh, broke. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. <clears throat> I would like to point out that without fresh water, none of us survive. 
the town or us for that matter. Yeah, but if you attune to the staff, you can use it as a decanter of endless water. So mm. you could potentially help the town, but it would be a temporary fix, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, you could let me have it so I could put out fires. <laughs> 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 so what are you thinking here? You thinking shield and a sword? Are you thinking an axe, a mace, a hammer? Any of you those know, when I built you, I, to me. When I built you, I just thought you'd be lifting heavy boxes. I believe a shield would be nice. And perhaps something to protect myself and others. So I guess I'll, uh, Fiverr would kind of like search whatever scrap pile we have nearby and try well, to find something. Now, could... I just want to make sure that people can get something in mind. Like y'all in town right now, it's not a giant town. Uh, there's things y'all need to do. So like if y'all want to split up and do some stuff, take care of yourself with something y'all need to take care of, y'all can do that. Or y'all can move together as a team or whatever. I just want to let you know that if you feel like you are pressed to, mm -hmm. you know, I'd like to do this thing, let me know and we can work it in. You don't have to stay together is what I'm saying. If y'all do want to like take care of something over here while y'all take care of something over here. So I would look through some scrap and see if I could find something we could fashion as a weapon, you know, a big piece of pipe or... Uh... Something that you could ahead. use as a weapon, and then uh, some some type of something I could fashion as a shield. Like I said, we're broke, so that's what we would be doing. Yeah. So y'all heading back I to didn't the wanna, shield in the lab. I didn't want to waste time like trying to barter for you know a weapon and shield if we were going to leave like immediately, kind of thing. Yeah. So let's head back to the ship. What was yeah. what was the yeah. name of the um, the hunter from last season? Would he Maurice. be around, Maurice? Maurice. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah. just in my head, I'm thinking he would have knowledge of the area. We could maybe ask him about the bandits or the water supply. He might know either thing. Well, the last thing you've heard around town about Maurice is that he is taking a, kind of like a walkabout through the woods after shooting a rabbit and finding out that the rabbit can talk and has thoughts and feelings and stuff. It really kind of messed him up as a hunter. So he's in the woods right now on a walkabout. Just trying to discover himself, figure out what's going on with him, you know, get his mind wrapped around that. Blaze, gonna, what you gonna not do? Not gonna be a much help here, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think Pal would suggest any course of action, really. This deep water is quite foreign. Pacing around, okay. uh, yawn right now, just yeah. waiting. So, um, I'm going to follow uh, Fiverr. Um, and uh, Pal and and as I'm there rummaging as they're rummaging through their uh, uh, materials to get Pal suited out, I'm going to try to attune to the staff. Would that be um, possible to do it this time? Okay, Crane, are you going to follow Yon? I figured you and Blaze would just follow Yon, kind of wherever he goes. Uh, yeah, I'll follow. Hey, okay. real quick on our Spark Industries, you know we're set up near the hole, right? to the, the top mm -hmm. of the lab. Mm -hmm. um, are we saying that we've also kind of made that where it's some, somewhat like, you know, basically the basement to our above ground situation and yeah. we can go down into it fairly easily? Ladders or yeah, stairs or something? I can, uh, I'll say that you can describe either one of the three, you know, you have either a rope going down or a staircase of some sort, or if you bet like, you know, just a ladder. I mean, I don't think you would have had enough time to, or money or material to build like a really nice grand staircase or anything. Perhaps in fact, I would... has a grapple installed. 
I mean, there is the entrance in town to get to the lab and stuff. That would be the easiest way to get in and out. But I wouldn't mind if you wanted to say you had like a rope ladder or something built up to get in and out. Okay, cool. I didn't know how much actual permission we had to be in and out of there. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, you, you're kind of using the lab right now. Yeah. It's my birthplace. Oh. Well, then maybe uh, maybe we'll look down there too for, for stuff that could be weaponized and stuff. Viper, perhaps the laboratory will have materials needed to upgrade me. You seen anything down there? Come come with me. And I'll I'll grab I just assume there's this structure we built over the hole is kinda how I imagined it. Uh Okay. See. And so there's you know, we install a bar and I can I like have a grapple hand. And okay, so y'all descend. Down. Yeah. Alright. Um once you get down there, you will see um some robots that have been, you know, some mouse mouses that are partly assembled bits and pieces here and there, things that could be, you know, crafted into something maybe. No swords, uh, nothing like sharp weaponry of any kind. Maybe like some blunt stuff you could form. I mean, uh, you're not a, 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 a smithy, so you don't know how to like forge things. I would assume you're more of a tinkerer who likes to put things together and craft some stuff. So. You can do that kind of things. Yeah. One uh, sec. There no, are. I have. Go there ahead. are lots of. I have lots of tool proficiencies. So like, Smith tools and oh, I forget okay. what all. But I have a. Well, ton. you <laughs> you have no furnace in here. Right. I mean, that could be something you could build in the future or something you would install in there. The only furnace in town is, is the smithy. Uh, but like I said, you could build other uh, objects like you know, mace with some things like that. I mean, you could do like a makeshift sword probably. It wouldn't be a probably great one. Uh, yeah, the amount of time of, that we have. Yeah, just yeah, FYI. Take, it would take if, time. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be going down this route, um, carpenter's tools, leather worker's tools, smith tools, thieves tools, tinker's tools, wood carver's tools, that's what I'll have proficiency in. Yeah, smith tool would be what you need to make something with a smith, but like I said, you need a furnace first. <laughs> and, uh, there's, no, there's no furnace in this place. Uh, you also see uh, this random pile of honey jars. You know, there's just like some of them in a corner you don't really know what that's about but there's just some honey over there and uh i'll pick one up and stuff it into my jacket pocket kind of a honey jar mm -hmm. okay. careful with that right, well... it's very sticky <laughs> that took me a week to get if, off if consumed oh all right take a look around pal we you want to find something you can whack somebody real good with yeah i know Write down your inventory, one jar of honey, and it's one D four of healing. But there's a chance something will happen. You have to roll a D twenty um, if you if you eat it. So just let me know when you eat it, and we'll have to roll a D twenty. Jan, you are up uh, in the field right now. You didn't go down, I'm assuming, because he's grappling down. Did you want to get down somehow, or did you want to stay up at the top? No, I'm gonna work on getting this thing uh, attuned up here. Okay. Um, all right. Roll for uh, religion. Nope. Fifteen. Okay. As you're, I guess, sitting there, holding it, trying to figure out how it works, attune to it and everything, you get this sense 
something's missing. Like you need to be more one with yourself, more uh, one in mind in a place where maybe that's got some power in that place to help you attune to this thing. Like you need to draw power from something kind of thing. You just something, you need to be in a, like a holy spot or a magical area. Like in a wheat field is very like stripped mm -hmm. of all magic kind of thing. The land's been tilled and plowed and covered so, with wheat and stuff like that. You need to be, you need to find like a more mystical space. Um, what I know about uh, the Sanctus Locus, when that count yeah, as a magical would, uh, place. You'd, 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 yeah, you'd heard about it. Yeah. Mm. It's not uh, like a Lathander thing, so you probably wouldn't have like ever probably went there. But yeah, you've heard yeah. about the, the ruins, mm. South Town. Uh, I think at this point, Jan's kind of soured against the local church a bit. Um, based on his interactions with Father Godfried. Um, would would you have gone back to there any time between uh, last season and this season? Um, probably yes. Okay, real quick, uh, I was just gonna let you know, like, Jor uh, Peter Jordanson has always been really nice to you, but uh, not only has Mr. Godfrey been really rude to you, you've noticed that some of the attendees who were nice to you at the beginning started to turn sour against you you don't know why but they're all kind of becoming more and more aggressive against your presence when you went to church maybe that's why you stopped going because it just felt like you were less and less wanted okay um just something to know so i would say it would have taken you about an hour of tuning to uh you know figure that, figure out. that out about it mm -hmm. did uh, blaze or crane just want to do anything blaze is just chilling next to your Taking a little cat nap, keeping an eye on it. Uh, Krangis is gonna jump down in the hole with Pal and Fiverr. And uh, I'm gonna look around for clues or, or whatever, just to see what I can see, just kind of piddle around. Last campaign, I found a rope of climbing, which is a 60 foot length of silk rope that weighs three pounds and can hold up to 3,000 pounds. So I'm just gonna throw it in, and you're uh, gonna tie it on. Yeah, I'm gonna tie it on. Before you get down in there, I was gonna say we're rummaging. Uh, I guess I need to roll for investigation, but I was gonna like try and dump over just some scrap metal and and find something, perhaps. Could this? Could we use this fiber? I imagine you're picking up the, like the most non-threatening <laughs> things. Can I hit someone with this? <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's one of the old like, robot hands. It's, it's a like screw. A bar, yeah. a bar, a bar of, like a bar of soap <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, I said that the, the beast, you know, that they were down in there and they were kept in there. And I imagined when I, when I was in the dungeon yeah. down there, there was like those uh, hospital beds with straps on it. Like when you want to detain something. And I was going to say, like, if he pulls up a mattress and like, would this bank a good shield? <laughs> okay, so I climb my way down and um, I jump off and I'm looking around. I'm like, remarkable. What is all of this garbage? And, uh, and I went to investigate to see what I see. If I can see anything of, that would be of interest to the mission. All right, roll for investigation. 
22. 22? Okay. Uh, what did you roll, though? It wasn't a 20, right? It 19 was plus 3. Okay. okay, so it wasn't a critical. All right, then, um, so what you see is, like I said, you see robots, you see, uh, <laughs> you see, like, maybe there's a scuffle in there, you know? There was, like, some paw prints of some sort. You can tell it's probably bare. Uh, but you see no other... Uh, <laughs> no other uh, things that would make you think the bears are still here. Anyways, you see some honey. You see the bed strapped with straps on it, uh, some cages. And you can kind of see on one side of the cave that it kind of dips down a little bit. And you can see that there's some, uh, like, a puddle that's perpetually there because of the groundwater rising up. Uh, and it's all, like, slimy and really gross-looking. And there's a bunch of, like, dead bugs around it. And then you can see a door that leads somewhere else. Okay, so I approach the door. Mm -hmm. It's not locked. And then I go through the door. Okay, so you open the door, and you can see it's a hallway. Uh, that leads to another door on the other end of the hallway. Hmm. Well, boys, it looks like there's been bears down here somehow. I'm not sure how, unless... Mr. Winchester was capturing bass. He's apparently baited them with, with honey. Fiverr, are you, are you seeing this, my friend? The footprints? Yeah, we saw the footprints. That looks like a wide variety of bears. <laughs> I said, but Cran just, we're not worried about the footprints. We're looking for a shield and a, a whacker, some kind of whacker, a whacking device. About that time you see you see a light shine on the wall and Fiverr's is just looking at it, but like it's like a, a a recording being projected on the wall, and you see a small, uh, uh like really small bear, uh, lick some honey and stick his tongue down uh, a black bear's throat, and then you see like a white bear, a billy tall like white bear, and this little honey badger, uh, that's walking around. Do we hear sound? No, there's no sound. It's just video <laughs> surveillance from my, from my log. Mm. Wow. <laughs> there were bears down here, and they had a raccoon. They made quite a mess. Piper, <laughs> we really need to clean this place up. Yeah, tell me about it. I asked you to do that three weeks ago. I got distracted. All of these things are so new to me. I started in that corner over there. And I go back over there to start kind of cleaning up again, like you said, but then you hear, you hear a faint, like music, kind of like a humming, like he's hum, like he's got something playing in his head. Like he had, uh, like he had headphones on, but they were like loud, so you can hear it, but you can't make it out. But it's like, <laughs> you're cleaning up now. Yeah, would well, you start to go clean up? So I went back to where no, I left no. off cleaning up. Sorry. No, we're not cleaning up now. Now we gotta find you a whacker. You can clean up later. Well, if I if I clean up, I may find a whacker. Are you cleaning up where that paddle puddle was? Um, yes. I, I just said kind of over there where I had started cleaning, so I didn't really. Well, I said corner. You may have said corner. So. Let's just say it's the same one. Yeah. And uh, you've you've cleaned it before, but it oh, just okay, keeps yeah. kind of filling back up with water and growing a bunch of gross algae. And uh, just grossness. But as I was saying earlier, that 22 investigation, Cran uh, just would let you know that this isn't deep enough. You need to find somewhere to go that's even deeper than this, a deeper access point. This is not deep enough. Well, uh, if that's what y'all are doing, I'd say, uh, do y'all want to stop around nighttime? Did y'all want to regroup after a couple hours? 
I would say uh, after a few hours, you would have found some stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, surely it wouldn't take us a few hours to find, like, a piece of metal and a... Well, a are you going to just find it, or are you going to try to, like, build it into him kind of thing? Where he's, like, got it now. It's, like, part of him. Oh, it's not... Yeah, it's not going to be something I carry. It's going to be... If you, it's integrated in my hand. It my hand turns from a hand into a sword or a hammer or whatever you put on me. It, it will be integrated, type thing. Shield too. Like I don't carry the shield, but when the shield's activated, it's almost like the part of my hand opened up and became a shield. Like it like just goes cream, cream, cream. Yeah, kind of like like Iron Man style. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of how well, I wrote then, it. Let's start working on that. Okay. So that will take you until dark to get that done done it's about mid-afternoon it's about mid-afternoon now uh and so y'all are doing that and what is yon doing up top with blaze because they're gonna take a couple hours uh i'm gonna go working on me i'm gonna do sentry's rest and i'm just gonna basically be my long rest it's only six hours yeah if your if your arms come off i don't even need you i just need your arms (laughs) I can't clean without the arms, so I'm just going to sit here in Sentry's Rest. I'm going to go find, try to find um, uh, my friend Peter Jorgensen and see if he... Uh, the church, I imagine. Even though I'm not welcome there, I still... I'm going to go because that's. Uh, I'm going to go try and find him there, um, and ask him about this uh, a place that I could attune this. Okay. As you walk through the doors, and uh, you're greeted by two people, church uh, common churchgoers, and they look pale, very sick. You know, like they've been drinking the water, and they greet you warmly or as warmly as they can. You know, may the light shine upon you, Jan. <laughs> <clears throat> And, and as you go, oh, go ahead. And, sh- and you, and you as well, good sir. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've saw uh, seen you here. Uh, it's always good to see your face. Uh, did you want to join the service? Ah, I'm actually looking for Peter. Is he around? Um, he left earlier. Something about. Oh, something about talking to you at the the drunken goat, but uh, he might have came back. Uh, I I didn't see him personally. Uh, he usually takes the back entrance to his quarters. Hmm. Uh, thank you. Um, Blaze is gonna walk in through the doors. You're, you followed him? Okay, okay. I was seeing if there's anything I could give him, but I don't have anything in my pack. Um, uh, so I'm I'm going to um. Uh, would I know where his quarters are? I imagine that probably so if I've... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's like uh, we talked about last time. You got like the entry and then you have the main uh, sanctuary and then behind that you have the hall and there's quarters back there. Okay, so I'm going to um, go to his quarters and see if he's in there. Okay, or, uh, so you're going to be walking through the the main... Um, you're going to be walking through the sanctuary. And they're in service right now? Yes. But I'm thinking, in my head, I'm thinking, uh, even though he doesn't have a lot of uh, respect for the leader here, he does have respect for Lathander, so he wouldn't interrupt the service. Um, I'll just sit sit down in the back pew and kind of wait for it to be over. Okay. Are you going to be listening? Yes. Okay. Uh, as you're sitting there listening and stuff, you can tell they're wrapping it up. Uh, 
You notice, though, that it's not the co- it's it's Father Godfrey, of course, and he's up there talking. And you notice that he's not really preaching the usual service that you would recognize. It's kind of vague, and it's talking about, uh, you know, giving praise to the, the, the wise one and, like, the one that heal, keeps us healed, the one who, uh, I don't know, you, you can tell it's not the normal uh, sermon. And, that, and there's the people in the front or in the congregation, some of them sick and praying, and then others who are listening intently, who don't look sick at all, but they turn to you and they look at you like, he's back. And they all, they all, all the, the ones that are listening intently are looking at the ones who are still sick and looking at them like um, they're lesser, they're, they're not doing the right thing or they're like beneath them mm-hmm. and as he closes he looks at you and and closes his book and walks off the stage and everyone starts to get up and leave okay um mm, so would peter uh, have been among the congregation no you did not see him there okay so uh so, so n- you I guess, yeah i would continue to go look uh I walk down the the main path and then or the the through the through the uh, sanctuary hall. and then yeah. towards the um, the hall with the quarters, living quarters. All right. You uh, you get you as you approach his uh, room, you can hear some coughing and some wheezing, uh, a little bit of retching, and uh, you get to his door and it's open. Mm. So I kind of uh, I knock and just kind of like you know how friends would do. You knock and kind of peer in. Uh, Peter, are you, are you quite all right in here? You can see he's like laid, like his head's kind of down beside his desk, and you can tell like he's retching into like a trash can. He's like, God, there's something, there's something not right in this town. Uh, hmm. uh, something's going on. At first, it, it was just the church, which just seemed off, but now this water is going poisoned. But it's not affecting everyone the same. I don't know. Uh, I mentioned to you earlier that there was something, I think, going on with Father Godfrey. He hasn't been listening to my counsel, and he's been preaching these very vague sermons that... And he leans into you, and he says, "It's. I don't think it's about Lathander anymore. <laughs> but I don't have the strength to... Or the... Uh, I don't have the manpower behind me to to, to uh, rid him of this temple. Uh, I don't know if it's something you could take care of. And he looks around and he goes, <coughs> discreetly, but something's gotta happen. Something's going on in this town and I don't know what's affecting what, but it's not affecting him. <coughs> but I mean, he used to be a good man. He didn't used to be so harsh. So, I don't know. It just happened all around the same time. It all seems connected to the water, my friend. Um, perhaps investigating that would le- lead us to some answers. Um, as That's a just it. <clears throat> he, he, they're drink. He's drinking the water as well, but he's fine. I don't know. I just, I'm too weak to look into it myself. 
<clears throat> I'll see what I can do, my friend. Um, in the meantime, do you happen to know of an area that I could use to attune to this staff? Uh, oh, he looks at it and he goes, ah, oh, attuning. Yes, well, <laughs> for us paladins, we need to find a sacred place, but I, I fear this church no longer has that power. I haven't felt it in a month. That was my fear. But there is that other place in town. I have yet to travel there recently, but the, the Sanctus Locus might be a place to start. Thank you, friend. Rest easy now and trust that I will put my forth my full effort into finding the cause of the city's problems. Hey, uh, May the light shine on you, son. And you too. And then he puts his head back down as you walk away. We go back. Uh, did you want to do anything else? No, no. Now, don't forget there is a... Let's see, so... There's a hallway full of doors. There's the sanctuary. It's now empty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What would you like to do? Um, I don't know. All right, we can come back to you. Crangis, well, uh, did you have any... <clears throat> yeah, so when uh, Pfeiffer and Pal were building him up, I'm going to go to the drunken goat by myself and walk okay. in. And I'm going to say, uh, people of Winchester Tinville, I am Crangis Cobbledick. I am back, and I've been hired by your local mayor to resolve this problem of this water issue your town is currently having at this moment. Uh, you see, the tavern's pretty full. Uh, there's uh, people at the bar, people at the tables. You see one guy who's really drunk, but he is, like, having a great time. He feels fine. There's people at the table who are trying to nurse their beers, and uh, they, they look very sick. Like, this is the only thing they can keep down because water is just messing them up. Everyone is in, well, most of the people in town right now are in there drinking the last reserves of the brewery that, that was left, um, that they have left, paying out their, paying all their money to get it because they need something to quench their thirst right now. Okay, so I, I approached the bar and um, I look over at the guy drinking the beer, and I look at him and say, I would not be drinking that if I were you, sir. And I, I stick my finger in, in his beer, and I start turning around. Don't be drinking this. This is bad water, my friend. This is why you appear quite pale. And uh, I'm going to... Is the Can I see the bartender? Is, is they around? He yeah, he's at the counter. Yeah, he's just kind of like looking at you, cleaning out his uh, glasses. Um, so I'm Grinches, going to... They, they let you out, I see. Yes, I've only been out for one day. Just got out of jail and then immediately hired by the Inquisitor. Go figure. <laughs> um, but I would like to know exactly, if you wouldn't mind sharing, of course, exactly where are you pulling your water supply for your local brew, my friend? Um, I suspect it may be tainted of something disgusting that's making the town sick. Well... First of all, the guy you took the water from, he's like, he, he's still drinking it because he, he doesn't care you put your finger in it because of how desperate he is. But the, the tavern owner slash bartender looks at you and says, oh, Cranjus, you know, I get all my stuff from out of town. This is the last I've got, though. I get all my stuff shipped in, you know, because I 
charge a premium for my business. Well, I sell water from here if people can just go outside and drink water from here. Uh, this is water from the mountains, and uh, I'm on my last barrel and my last barrel of beer, but, uh, and he, he, he leans in and says that, and he's like, but don't tell anyone else. I don't want to cause too much chaos right now. Uh, I don't want them to, you know, try buying it all up. I'm trying to be fair with the townspeople right now. Okay, I understand, my friend. So, if I were to have interest in finding out the problem at hand uh, of who could offer a little more, a little more information, who could I talk to, in your opinion? He looks at you and says, you know, this, uh, I don't want to be crass, but the, the water supply shortage has been great for my business, but what hasn't has been those bandits. Uh, I'd really appreciate you if you could get those bandits fixed, but if you, uh, got a little something to help me, I might be able to help you about the water supply, but just telling you is going to actually hurt my business. So he, he's, he, he, you know, he does this, like, you know, you have some coin, he might help you out with your task but he would prefer personally that he, he would prefer you fix the bandits so he can get his water shipped in and keep selling it at a high price you know good for business well my friend just point me towards your bandits because you're not getting any money out of me so that they're west of town you say correct yes and uh uh yon said he would already do it so find him and maybe y'all can work together and get it done faster i mean those bandits aren't pushovers and he looks at you and he's like i don't know what they would do to a man like you well i am the magic bardic guy my friend you may not uh, do not underestimate these green tights and um i'm gonna leave i'm gonna turn around and leave and i'm gonna go west and just look for him by myself okay so you're just gonna walk down the path uh, if you look at the picture it's uh yeah you can see the path going west to town uh, i would say it would take you about yeah, 30 minutes to an hour to get down that road. Because, but remember, then you'd be 30 minutes to an hour back. Mm -hmm. So do you want to keep, you just want to walk till you find something? Yeah. All right. I'll say about an hour's passed. But in that hour, Jan has already been into the church. What happened to Blades? He's still just following Jan. Just chilling with him. Mm. Oh, okay. You were just walking with him. All right. Uh, he's like, no, he's on all way. fours. No, he is on all fours. Just perfectly content, just following Yon right now. Huh. All right. All right, then. Um, well, then we'll just go back to you. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do it softly? Are you singing? Are you just walking down the road? What's up? I'm yeah. walking down the road, okay. whistling. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you're going down, you see that the road uh, narrows a bit. And there's woods growing up, you know, it's gotten real thick. This is just the trail that's been, uh, you know, plowed through continuously because it's the only way from this town to the next. Uh, trees get real heavy and you can see um, a woman on the ground. Uh, she looks hurt uh, and she's, she's just sobbing to herself. And she's like, oh, help, anybody there? Is anybody there? Okay, so I approach her, and okay. um, I say, what is wrong with you? It's my leg. Can you take a look at it? And she pulls up her dress a little bit to show her thigh. And you can see, um, like, a gash across her leg. Can I investigate it further? 
her further or the area? The area. Now chica wewa, roll for charisma. <laughs> All right. Roll, roll investigation. <clears throat> Nat 20. Oh. Wow. You see her, you see the gash, but you notice that the gash looks like strawberry jam more more jelly-like than realistic-like and you see some footprints going in both directions and into the woods and uh you you definitely heard uh some voices but very faint you could just hear some like no the dogo's gonna fall for it <laughs> and like that kind of stuff and uh that that's what you notice as she's lifting up her leg to show you the gash and she looks up at you to see what she'll do I'm going to back up and ready in action. She's like, she sees you backing away and says, uh, aren't you going to help me? And she looks at you with a face that's like teetering the line of, try, of laughing and trying to be like, uh, please, and like crying. Absolutely not, bitch. I can tell that is jam on your leg. You think I'm some damn fool? <laughs> <laughs> she looks she she looks at you and goes now and two guys on both sides of the thing step out and they're like twirling their baton one of them the other one's uh, clapping slow clap you know and they're like <laughs> well 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 we got a smart guy <laughs> yeah yeah look at this guy <laughs> he almost fell for it though i tell you <laughs> told you we should have used raspberry not strawberry you idiot and they they're <laughs> talking to each other you have an action ready. Did you want to do anything, or do you? Uh, after you see, so yeah, there's the two guys on either side, and then she's uh, sitting in the road. But she stands up now, and she's dusting herself off. Okay. I'm going to pull out my flute. I'm going to cast mirror image. And uh, okay. what that okay, does, do? it's three. It, it duplicates myself three times. So it's. Uh, so it's four of you. And it's uh, three illusionary duplicates of yourself appear in your space until the spell ends, and it and it um, it's sort of a defensive spell. And so I pull right, out my flute, and, they look at you. and I'm like, doo, 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 doo. and you kind of see like a circle appear, and then a crane just steps out, and then another crane just steps out, and they're all and they're all doing this, like flowing <laughs> flowing their arms, and they're all in unison. Okay, uh, uh, roll for performance. <laughs> What's the advantage? Okay. That's a good thing I got the advantage. Unbelievable. Oh, no. Unbelievable. I just got two. What? I, don't... I just got two natural ones in a row. Oh. oh no. All right. All right. Terrible. Uh, one of the bandits is like, oh, we got a magic user, I see. And that one's like, hey, boss. What should we do? And then the girl looks at you, and she throws a dagger, and sees if she hits. Man, uh... the way this works is, if you have three du duplicates, you must roll a six or higher to change the attack's target to a duplicate. With two duplicates, you must roll an eight or higher. With one duplicate, you must roll an eleven or higher. So she's gonna roll to hit. Well, she rolled. A. Oh, she rolled 13, so she did not hit. But then she, after throwing the uh, 
the knife. She looks at the four and she's like, well, get him. And uh, you're just gonna, all right, let's uh, roll for initiative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you roll? Well, in the meantime, uh, we'll go ahead and give me your number real quick. A four. All right. <laughs> all right. Yawn and Blaze. Uh, Yawn said you're leaving the church, right? So where would you like to go? Go to the Sanctus Locus. And as you approach this holy grounds uh, in a, a slight incline, you see the grass is greener, the road uh, is not as well trodden as it might have been in one day. Uh, you see some rocks turn into some giant boulders. Uh, they look strategically placed. Uh, you see this giant tree, an oak in the middle as you approach and you feel, you feel a uh, role for religion. Twelve. You feel a sense of power here, but you can't quite make out what kind of power, but there is something strong emanating from this, uh, this space. And, uh, as you approach, you can see some flora and fauna that grow in the circle uh, around the rocks that you see in the clearing uh, that uh, are not found in other parts of town. Hmm. Blaze, I feel something at this place. Can you feel it too? Uh, shackles on Blaze's fur start to raise. And he's kind of haunches down and hisses. Uh, Blaze, roll for. Pers or did you want to look around or anything specifically? No. Blaze? No. Okay. Uh, yawn as you approach. You, uh, you feel a sense of chaos and peace, if that makes sense. It feels like a very peaceful place, but then you also feel a disturbance in the air around it, fighting one another. Hmm. I guess I, um, I mean, you can like, oh. Look, I was going to ask, see if I could look around the area and see if anything pulls me towards it. Did you investigate a certain thing, or did you want to just perceive the area in general? Mm, the fauna. Okay. You can tell the fauna it has some... Uh, uh, oh, I guess roll for investigation, sorry. Dang it. Oh. Oh, no, no fun. It's a one. And I have no modifier. And you have what? No modifier. So it's it's just a plus zero. Oh, I thought you said something about fire, and I was oh. like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, as you've been down to look at it, uh, you accidentally like dent the plant. Like you you go to touch the plant to look at it, and you end up like breaking it off, snapping it off at the bottom. It's real fragile, and it instantly just like shrivels up, and and like turns to dust on the ground. Uh, whoops. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, you've been in town for a while now. You want to roll a history check? Sure. Thirteen. Okay. You remember meeting this older woman named Ivy? She uh, she does the she's the herbalist in town. She's also the medical person in town. The person the heal the healer. The ones that people come to just for medicinal uh, herbs and stuff like that and such. And uh, you've seen some of these plants before in her backyard, but they weren't they didn't look as as nice. They were real stunted, small. Mm. Uh, Hmm. Blaze, I seem to remember uh, the the alchemist in town, uh, or the herbalist in town, has these plants in her backyard. Um, something about this place feels both peaceful yet chaotic, almost as if it's uh, in a fight with itself. Um, I wonder if the that herbalist might know more. What do you think? Blaze sniffs the air and looks at you and just kind of purrs and just kind of gets ready. Yeah, do you find yourself getting frustrated? You can, you know, like, you want to hit him against the side of the head or something. <laughs> you know, seeing, like, you, you can tell he's not the one, he's not the same, he's not acting the same as he did when you first met him. Like he said, he's on all fours, he's more uh, quiet but skittish at the same time. He's just kind of, some might say oh. feral, but uh, he, he wasn't acting like this till after the fire. Um, we haven't really known each other that long, I wouldn't think. Uh, no, not well enough for me to, to know if this is if this is just normal blaze or yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's true. So I just kind of uh, uh, shake my head and just uh. I'm getting a sense that maybe this place is not uh, ready for attunement, basically, just because of the struggle. It just seems to me like it's it's in a fight with itself. So I'm going to go talk to the herbalist about this plant that's growing up here. All right. Um, you walk down the path that you came. You pass a house. You take a left, you go around the bend, and you uh, you see the garden that Ivy has behind her building, and she's in the garden working. Her first name isn't Poison, is it? No, just Ivy. Uh. She's really old. Miss mm. uh, Ivy. Miss Ivy. Oh, 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 you scared me half to death. <laughs> I do apologize. I apologize, ma'am. Um, <laughs> I have a limited voice. Strange. Um, are you quite well today? Yes, I'm quite well today, but 
I'm glad a young man like you has come by. I was wondering if you could lend me a hand. Certainly. I uh, actually, actually have come to ask you a question, but I don't mind lending a hand. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask the question. Uh, are you familiar with the flowers at the Sanctus Locus? What? What do you know? That just happens to... <clears throat> that just... I can't do voices with the ear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do it. Uh... That just happens to... I just lost the voice. That just happens to be the thing I was going to talk to you about. You see, I'm trying to grow these plants here, but they're not working. I think they need a power source of some sort, something mystical. They're very magical plants. They need a very specific kind of atmosphere, and I just can't replicate it here. So I planted some up the hill a bit, but I can't keep making the trip. I mean, my old age is just bad on my knees, and I was hoping that someone like you could go and pick some for me. I'd be willing to pay. There's a lot of sick people in town who need some uh, uh, medicine to help with their ailments, and I'm not able to keep up with all the demand, but if you could get that for me, I'd really much appreciate it. Well, Miss Ivy, I just attempted to, uh, pick one, and it disintegrated in my hands. Oh, no! Oh, dear! That, oh, you don't just pick them, you have to... Uh, and he, she leaves, and it takes, like, forever, because she's really old. <laughs> and then she comes, she comes back, and she's like, you'll have to use this! And she hands you these uh, like pruning shears. Uh, they're very magical. And what they do is they, as you cut it, it preserves the flower. That way the magic can't leave. You see, when you pluck it, it just leaches out. So as you go up there, just make sure you cut this and put it in these vials. And she hands you a, a bag of vials. Uh, put one flower in each plant. Put one for each plant, put one plant in each vial and put the stopper on it so that the magic doesn't leak out in time for me to get it and I can grind it up and make the potions. Could you do that for me, dear? I can, but uh, what did these potions do? Well, well there's a variety of things. It depends on which ones you gather. There's several varieties down there. I, I can't, oh, I know what they look like, but I can't remember the names. The, there's the blue one, the red one, and the green one, yes. If you could just give me a few of those. Um, I'll see what I can do. Also, you uh, wouldn't happen to know of anything about this sickness that's going around town. Oh, yes, I fear it has something to do with the water. I don't know what could be causing it. You it's don't been... Oh. You don't seem afflicted. Um and it doesn't seem to be affecting everyone equally. Oh dear, I, I have all the herbs I could need. I, I, I preemptively treat myself. <laughs> it, but the water has been mm, slimy-ish. I don't know, it's very gross, but I can't put my finger on it yet. I've been working on it. I found a cure to help temporarily, but like I said, I can't keep up with a man like this. We uh. need to figure out what's causing it. Hmm. Well then, uh, thank you for, thank you for your time. I will return with the plants and I'm going to go back to the Sanctus Locus to pick some plants. 
All right, dear, I'll see you later. And as you uh, walk back to the Sanctus Locus, we're going to uh, go back to Pal and Fiverr and see what they're up to. I'd say it's becoming evening. Should be wrapping up. So we're still working on it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like you're wrapping up. Like you're finishing it up. You know, like ending scene of like, ah, you know, we skipped the whole boring part and now you're like doing the last bolt or whatever. Yeah, I'd say like while we were doing that, Fiverr was just was just uh, dreaming, talking to him in, in dreams about the future. You know, I mean, I tell you what, I tell you what, pal, this is our big break. Our first two customers, a hundred gold. Do you know what we could do with a hundred gold? We so get that in, ship going, and I'm gonna, cent- I'm gonna fly you all over the world, pal. I'm gonna fly you all over the world. I've been in Sentry's Rest, so I'm not gonna talk to you. But it just allowed <laughs> you to, to talk to me without me talk like interrupting you or anything. So you just kind of, like, I, I, just, I kind of picture you, really letting loose. Just mm-hmm. I can hear everything you say. I just, not, I'm in Sentry's Rest. I'm aware, and I can see, but I don't talk or move two customers man i'll tell you first the cat and then the inquisitor i mean you know we don't get along that great so i'm glad he i'm glad he's warming up to me you know what i'm saying maybe there's more jobs where there's a hundred gold there's a hundred more you know what i'm saying pal look we go clobber these bandits bring back some fresh water that's what i'm talking about it's the future man the future Spark Enterprises, me and you, buddy. Me and you. Now, of course, you're just lifting all the boxes. I'm the heavy work, you know. As they, as such, they say. So hold so, still. This, 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 this might sting a little bit, and then uh, I'm gonna carve into his chest, uh, into his chest plate. Since we're going on a journey, this is the first time we're leaving this area, you know. Uh, I'm going to carve into his chest uh, a lightning bolt, and under it, I'm just going to write Spark Enterprises, like, into his chest. Yeah, he's like, asleep, so he can't. He can't. Yeah. <laughs> like like as, doing it. As, as property. He's, he's property of Spark Enterprises. <laughs> All right. All right. As, you, uh, as you're done and Pal powers back up, you know, you have a... I'm going to have to kind of, like, wake him up, right? Like, hey... You yeah, you have to, to do me? something. Yeah, <laughs> you listening to me? Get up. I'm, I'm like, actually, I'd be like, okay, let, let's try that out. How does that work? And he did. He, he doesn't respond. Hey, hey, clobber him, whack him with something. Bing, a wrench. Bing. Hey, wake up. Try that out. How does that work? I guess I have to teach him how to use the weapons. Yeah, so he got a level one sword and a plus two shield. So you can explain how they work, but. Yeah, yeah, a so shield I, that's I stand plus up to right. You, yeah. Like, mm, my name. Now, this are you left-handed or you left-handed <laughs> or right-handed? I'm right-handed. You're right-handed. All right, well, so your left hand. Your left hand. <laughs> that's your shield. Activate that left hand. Yeah. Now, I say like somebody tries when somebody tries to whack you. Actually, let me start over. Your right hand. Activate that right hand. So out pops a blade. This is your whacker. And somebody gets near to me or near to you, you whack them, right? That's what you do. Whack them. Do that for me. 
Whack like th like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like that. I slam it on the I slam it on the bed uh, that we talked about earlier. It was like a, a mattress bed with with restraints on it, and it's hit right down the middle of it. Yeah, because now the there's something else you could do. Mattress. You feathers you are everywhere. <laughs> you can do that, and you can poke him. You can whack him. You can poke him. And he's just he's just whacking and poking. <laughs> ching, ching. That's great. You you'll be a pro in no time. Now you now your left hand. Activate that left hand for me. And he just like squeezes, his, makes a fist, and when he does, his hand, his like forearm opens up, and it's just like. Yeah, but uh, figure like it's like it's yeah, it's narrow, and it gets wider. It yeah. like pops up, and then it's all around. Oh, he's got very cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how. He's still I got was a thinking. fist in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. later, if someone teaches him how to make signals like peace signs, <laughs> he'll still be in the middle. Not that. That's what you use when someone tries to whack you. Your uh, whacker and your anti-whacker, right? Anti-whacker. <laughs> and he's just like, zoom, 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 zoom. Turning it on and off. <laughs> oh, I say on his other chest, uh, his other peck, his metal peck. One I wrote, Lightning Bolt, Spark Enterprises. The other one I would write, P dot a dot l dot nice he looks at, so there's this moment when he comes back into sentience he's you know he's check or sentience he wakes up he was watching the whole time but he wasn't really paying attention he can just be aware in case he needed to wake up early um i'm just gonna say that he you know he, he's trying out these new gizmos and gadgets and uh I guess I don't know if Fiverr maybe taps him on his chest or whatever, shows him his new emblem, and he looks at it, and Fiverr. I mean, Fiver, um, Pal. <clears throat> Trying to think of what Pal would say, but he's really proud of the fact that Fiverr has claimed him as a friend in such a uh, solidified way. Mm -hmm. Well, Pal levels up, so you can write that down and do all that. Maybe he says and like, uh, maybe he says like, Fiverr. Does this mean Pal is? And he hears your voice come said back saying, uh, "One day we're gonna even have employees. We're gonna be so busy." <laughs> and he repeats the word employee. Uh. Sort of. I mean, you don't really need money, so... Uh, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. But Pal has value now. Pal has purpose. He works for Spark Enterprise. Don't you forget it. Whack him. Anti-whack him. He's whack him. Anti-whack him. Whack him. Anti-whack him. You want to go find Jan, yeah. or you want to go? You want to go hunt these bandits ourselves? Fiverr, I will follow you wherever you lead. Are y'all gonna? Which way are you gonna get out of the? You got the hole. You can, or you have the the passageway. It's getting dark. You said. Yeah, it's getting dusk. Yeah, I wouldn't go out looking at at night for the bandits. I'll head into town. So we'll take the 
the hallway in the town. All right, as y'all do that, we're going to cut back to Jan real quick. Jan, uh, you go back to the Sanctus Yolkis, and Grandis, you'll be next So after this, so just be ready. So, Jan, you are approaching the Sanctus Locus right now. Uh, are you doing anything else, or are you just specifically going for the flowers? Uh, going for the flowers. Um, how many vials did I get? You have 12 vials, and you have uh, the shears. So the vials in the bag and the shears. And you can see the flowers. They're growing. There's only a few of each kind, and they're very fragile. You remember from just barely touching them, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, as you approach them, you, which ones are you going to try to grab most of? Uh... We'll probably try to grab an equal amount. Okay, good. So I would like you to roll for Dex. Oh, no, no, it's called Slide of Hand. Roll for Slide of Hand. This would be for the red. 19. That, no modifier. You got four red. Now, roll uh, Slide of Hand again for green. Ten. Right, you get two green, and I'll roll one more time for blue. Nine. You got two of those. Okay, you got four red, two green, two blue. The rest, as you were trying to grab it, you just, when you cut it and handled it, you just weren't careful enough, and they kept crumbling in your hands. You just kept like, ah, dang it. You did so well with the red, you thought you had it. I guess you got cocky. Mm -hmm. So, oh, that's all. The rest of the flowers, those, those are the only flowers you can see mm -hmm. uh, of those varieties. And um, now that's what you got. What would you like to do now? Right. It's getting pretty late now. So, I'm going to um, probably return these and make my way to my room at the Drunken Goat. Okay. So, as you approach, so you're going to go give them to Ivy real quick? Yes. Okay. So, she's still in the garden finishing up. As you approach, she sees you and she's like, Hey, good. Can I see them? <clears throat> you uh, hand her them. Okay. Oh, uh, here you are, ma'am. Uh, I managed to get a decent amount, I think. Was she four, five, six, eight? Whoa, eight. That's better than I got on my first try. <laughs> and she puts them up. Uh, uh, come back tomorrow. I I'll have something for you. But while you're gone, I, I remembered. I've been here a long time, and a long time ago when I was a little girl, I remember there being some sort of catacombs. There was somewhere around the Sanctus Locus. I can't remember where exactly. I mean, I wouldn't go looking tonight. Uh, it always gets a little dangerous around there at nighttime, but I want to say there was somewhere over there you could get these catacombs, but they got sealed up one day. Uh, I don't know why, but I do believe our water source flows through those catacombs. A water source flows through them, you say. Um, yeah. There seem to be a pile of rubble. Uh, perhaps they're underneath that. Well, it'd be your guess is as good as mine, son. And she walks away, goes inside. Hmm. And we're going uh, to cut to Cranges. Are you said, or do you want to do anything before going to the drunk? No, I'm just just fixing to make some notes here. Okay, go ahead, Cranjus. Uh, you are now in a battle. 
with four bandits and their boss. The bandit goes, uh, the bandit on the left, uh, the two bandits on the left go first. And they're going to try to grapple you. Or, well, one at a time. So one's going to try to come at you and grapple you, which is a strength check, I believe. And... He still has the illusions out too, four. Don't he? Yeah, so, yeah, true. So they rolled a four. So I'm guessing that automatically misses, right? Yes. Or do you... You, have to, you just have to roll. You just have to roll like a six or something, right? Yeah. So he missed, and then the second one is going to attempt and rolled a four as well. And now it's your turn. Okay. So... Yeah. Um, two up high, one in front of you, and then two that are trying to grab you, and they keep missing. Okay, I pull out... I, I have my flute in my hand, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Pu- uh, I'm going to kind of put it up to my mouth and I'm going to yell and as I toot my flute I cry let me play and let me die I'm the magic bardic guy a music god the smell of danger gets me high I kiss my motherfucking and homies goodbye I'm the magic bardic guy and then I and then I start playing and I'm going to cast um with that I'm going to cast unsettling words which is a bonus action. Well, I, I guess I should cast my bonus action second, right? Because it's the bonus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. the so the first spell I'm going to cast is called Suggestion. And as long as I get to make it make sense, he's under my control for eight hours. Okay. So um, you suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature for eight hours and as long as it makes sense he'll do it for eight hours and i'm going to cast that and the wisdom saving throw is 14 and i'm going to say based off of the information you just with one of the bandits based off the information that you just heard i suggest you run to town and scream for help that you are currently being attacked by a bard to the west and once you start sending people this direction keep running south It's like, oh man, oh man, bandits, oh gosh, and he runs away into town. (laughs) Okay, and then I'm going to cast Unsettling Words to the the male bandit that's currently left, and it's a bonus action that you can spend on one of your bardic inspiration and choose one creature you can see within 60 feet. Roll bardic inspiration die, which is a 1d6. And the creature must sub- subtract that number rolled from the next saving throw it makes before the start of his next turn. And I rolled a four. Okay. So he has to subtract four to his next, like, attack or something, anything? Yeah. Whatever's the next Yeah, whatever, the next time I attack him. And then uh, and then I'm going to move back 30 feet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I say all that bullshit and back you? up. After doing it, you're back in it. The other two, are they coming with you or what? Um, Yeah, yeah, they come with me. Okay. Well, the other two is turns, and they're both, they're going to chase after you. And they rolled a 14. Did not hit the duplicate because they have to roll 15 to hit the duplicate. Okay, and then the other one rolled an 11. But hold on. Plus three. So 14. Okay, yeah. So they missed, and then the the, the lady is going to uh, she's going to pull out her bow. She's going to aim at you. She rolled a 17. So 
She's trying to hit you, though. So now you have to roll to see if she hits yeah. the other two. Okay. I rolled a 19, so she hit one of the duplicates. All right. So she causes them two, dam two damage. So that makes that one disappear, right? Yeah, so now I have two duplicates left. One of the guys is, like, you know, to town or whatever. Um, and then the other one uh, chases you down that missed earlier, and he's going to try to get you to tackle you again. And rolls a 17. Okay. You're just and backing up the whole time, you know? Right, <laughs> <It's cute>. right. <laughs> so I rolled a... He, he rolled a 17. I rolled a 13. So he hit another duplicate. Another duplicate has been removed. There's Two. three men and the woman. Okay, so there was four total. And one man's in town. Well, mm -hmm. he's six seconds away, back towards yeah. town. He's going to town. <laughs> yeah. But he's only had six seconds of travel. So he moved 30 yeah. feet. Like, and he walked for 30 minutes or an hour yeah. to get there. Yeah. So, I mean, he ain't going to get there during the battle. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, battle mechanics. <laughs> Gotta love them. The, the two episodes down the line, there's going to be a random bandit running through town. Does, yeah. Does anything stop him? Like, if you get knocked out or eight anything, hours. does he just. No, no. So for the next eight hours, that's his. Yeah. He's yeah, just okay. going to be running and screaming for eight hours straight. <laughs> you can still hear him. He's like, oh, it's bandits. I can still see him. Oh, they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> help somebody help <laughs> I'm gonna roll a random event for him <laughs> trying to run back to town at night time I mean he's for you it's not night time it, it's, it's actually, close it's not dusk he's yet. actually yelling to help there's a bard attacking band there's a bard attacking me and my friends <laughs> right, right. that's what he's yelling <laughs> oh, okay oh, alright okay, so it's your turn okay. what would you like to do um I'm going to play a song and I'm going to I'm going to cast sleep and what I'm going okay. to do is which is we're we're all familiar with sleep right yeah um, yeah you have to roll and it has to exceed their their uh, health right points. exactly so um I play and then a dark a dark yellow smoke begins like leaching from the keys and the flute and it sort of like lazily makes its way over um slowly forcing its way down the the nose and mouths of the throat of of all three of them and um yeah it starts with the closest one and well, weak, uh, i roll the weakest one yeah the weakest one that's correct they're all the same so i figured okay. it would just be the closest one okay Five. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Twenty-three totals the damage. All right, the one that is like right next to you, who failed to get you, um, he falls asleep, and then the other two that um, attacked the two uh, decoys of you, they're both knocked prone right now on top of the decoys that just disappeared. So they're trying to get up, and one of them kind of stumbles because it's like, Ugh, but it's fine, and he shakes it off. And then, do you have a bonus action, or is that it? I'll swing, I'll swing my flute, and I'll hit someone up the head. Yeah, they're trying to get up. They're like on their knees right now, about to get up. So you're like yeah. you're looking down on them, and it's, yeah. Right, so cool. I just like big arch, like a like a golf swing. With advantage, because yeah. he's prone. Yeah, with advantage. Yeah. And I'm gonna put that twenty-one with advantage. You definitely hit. 
so you, <laughs> you he's getting up and you hit him and he falls back on his back again and is knocked prone how much damage do you do cause one <laughs> it's a small flute oh you hit him with the flute <laughs> oh, with the flute yeah he just like hit him. it's like a slap in the face it's not yeah. a dagger flute uh, <laughs> well he he's gonna take that and then he's going to get up because you're near him now and he's gonna take half his speed to get up and then he's going to try to attack you he rolled a five to get you so or know, five yeah five so did the that's not gonna get anything and then the next guy he gets up and he attacks for dang 13 but then it's the girl's turn she's gonna reload that bow and she's gonna do 11 to hit that's to hit so does it hit the decoy then uh no it does not hit the decoy it attacks the decoy yeah yeah attacks and then it missed because it's 15 right that's correct okay all right well now you got one guy asleep on the ground in front of you you're looking at him and you turn back and see the other guy screaming and uh it's your turn again okay okay i'm gonna use i'm gonna cast sleep again Okay, all right. 5d8. Eighteen damage. Okay, so the first one is the closest one to you. He passes out. You said 18, right? 18. Okay, so he's asleep. They're asleep until they get hit. Amazing. Did you sleep at first level or second level both times? First level both times. Both times? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, is that your turn? Yeah, and then I'm gonna use my flute again. That's and then, so I'll the just go over the top and like crush him right in the right in the top of the head. So, okay. Roll to hit. Well, wait. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll to hit. Nineteen to hit, and then nineteen three damage. Hit, yeah. Three damage. All right. He's going to try to grab that flute of yours. So, uh, I'm going to say it's a slide of hand um, on his part. And I guess I don't know what you want to use slide of hand or dexterity against it. So, we're just going to, so you hit him with it. So, he's going to try to grab it. So, it's uh, dexterity versus dexterity. Okay. Wow. Crit one. He failed epically. Right. These guys are idiots. And the team back is just like, never send a man to do a woman's job. And, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> He cuts his hand open on your uh, flute. There's a sharp part on it somewhere. We don't know where exactly, but it got him. And uh, now it's her turn. She steps up and uh, she runs at you with a scimitar. She's going to 21 to hit. Okay, that's so going to hit. Does it hit you or? Yeah, so you have to roll to see if it hits the duplicate. Uh, three. If I roll under an 11, it hits me and not the duplicate. So it did hit me. Okay, so you rolled. Okay, so it hits you for. Okay, 1d6. Four points of uh, damage. Okay. And now it is. Let's see, we got one asleep, one running to town, another one's asleep. Oh, nope, it's your turn now. So after her, it's you. Okay, it's my turn now. So that dude's made it 90 feet towards town. I'm just saying, how many feet has he got to get? 
Is yeah, it a it's mile? Like a couple miles. Yeah, it's a couple 30 miles. Thirty-minute yeah. walk. It's probably <laughs> a mile and a half. It's pretty. That's quick a slow walk. walk. It's two miles. It's a, no, thirty minutes. You can walk thirty. Yeah, I guess so. A couple. I'd say at least two miles away. Hmm. He okay. ain't getting there this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, He'll get there eventually. Move thirty feet at a time. Okay. I'm gonna take out my hand crossbow, and I'm going to shoot it into her foot. Very specific. Roll to hit. Eight. Does not hit. Okay. I'm gonna shoot again. Yeah. Okay. All right. 15. That hits. You get her right in the foot. She dodges the first foot, steps back, and then it stills right into the second foot. And she's, yeah, she yells out in pain. How much damage? Six damage. Six damage? All right. All right, now, it is uh, the sleep one. It's just laying there asleep. And then the one other guy. Now, is going, now that there's no... Well, no, there is a duplicate still. So he's going to see if he gets you or the duplicate. 20, natural 20. So he definitely gets you, and he's gonna see if he can, uh, you know, use, uh, well, that that 20 is the roll. Yeah, the 20 is to grapple you. So he jumps on top of you, knocks you to the ground, and they get, uh, he gets a rope out, and he starts tying you up, and as you do, you see the um, um, woman pull the thing out of her foot and going, oh, well, that's unfortunate throws it on the ground and walks up to you and helps to tie you up and says, we always wanted a bard. And that's where we're going to end tonight. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'm going to need a rest. Uh, so I'm going to need a long rest, boy. <laughs> Bro, you captured... So Cranny's been captured by, by some bards. Y'all just got... You just leveled up. Pal, Fiverr, y'all are um, doing that. John uh, just figured out a secret that might help y'all figure out some problems. Blaze is licking his balls. Coughing <laughs> 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 up a hairball. Thank you again for joining us on this amazing adventure. Tune in next week to find out what happens to that bandit when he gets to town announcing he's being attacked by a bard to the west.